Welcome to the Science of Fiction, and back with us from far-flung lands is Andy Holding. Hello! Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, apoc- apocalypses. Apocalypses? Apocaly? Apocaly? Apocalodes, let's go with that. Apocalodes. So yeah, ver- various um, potential ends of the world from all of our favourite works of fiction, and a few, a few pieces of fact. And Yeah, and the ones that we may go about causing, during the possibility in this show. Uh, well, us personally. We- we're going to end the world during the show. We could do. Well, you'll have to stay listening, everyone. Well, I guess you will. You'll find out even if you're not listening. But keep listening anyway. If we do achieve our... It's not a goal, if we don't mean to do it. If we achieve our accidental goal. Well, you know, what better way to spend your final 55 minutes if that's the case? Yes. So we're going to measure everything by our incredibly scientific science of fiction unit of total failure, which we have called the STFU, standing for Science of Fiction Total Failure Unit. So which way, which way around does this unit work? Is it, is it an absolute scale? Is it... it it's, it's zero means it's not going to happen the bigger the number what's going to happen and we haven't calibrated it yet so it, we don't know where it's going to go ah, so this is, this is not normalised we can't these are not probabilities these are just numbers giving a kind of vague weighting to yes plausibility plausibility um, to my gut feeling at the moment we do the link marvellous um, so stay tuned and well I guess trying to figure out what we're, what we're planning to talk about next <laughs> Humanization 
city, your station, your Cambridge, your Cam FM. Welcome back to the Science of Fiction. That was Here Comes the Singularity by Killing Joke. Who I was vaguely aware of, but didn't know till I was looking for songs about singularity and found. Uh, the, 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 I, mean, I, I don't think I've ever actually listened to them before, but they're one of these bands that everyone cites as an influence. Well, everyone, as in people who sound kind of like that. So yeah, Wikipedia would claim um, Nirvana's down there, Metallica, Franz Ferdinand, Foo Fighters. It goes on, it goes on and on. I wonder how many of those bands are just citing them because they think that's, that's the band they're expected to cite. It, as an influence. It, it does make you wonder. And they're not exactly as massive as a lot of the bands who cite them. Hmm. Which is... But, I mean, uh, they were formed in 1978, apparently, in Notting Hill. Notting Hill is not well known for its kind of hard rock credentials. I like the fact they reviewed as quasi-metal. Uh, I was saying in the link, does that mean they're semiconductors? <laughs> any, any chemists listening who think that was terrible, you should write in and protest. Uh, if you want to write in, by the way, as ever, you can email studio at chemfm.co.uk. You can use the web form on chemfm.co.uk under the player. Or if you like text messages, you can send cam plus your message to 80809, which costs you 10p. Yeah, so um, we were going to talk about something now. We've often talked about Terminator, which is the idea that um, Skynet takes over the world, though, and then, of course, commits an Armageddon, or an apocalypse, however you want to call it, by um, nuking everyone. So I recently discovered that um, apparently Skynet really exists, um, but and, and it already ex- uh, it was the name of one of the uh, military communication networks um, prior to the film's uh, creation, but um, it, w- it wasn't Na- it was a case, it's a case of, of uh, convergent naming. Like n- neither n- neither party knew that the other was doing this. I guess, well, I guess the military knew and thought, "Huh, this is pretty funny." And then waited a while. So, yeah, which is uh, yeah, yeah. Don't know your things, Skynet. I've always wondered about Skynet. So, okay, I get the idea they have these robots, but in Terminator Three, them it's meant to be a virus that lives on the internet. Effectively, it's meant to be a distributed system. Where do you get the machinery to build Terminators? Well, presumably. Um, by insufficiently isolated um, construction facilities which are on, on the open internet and... Yeah, it, it always seemed to be a, a it's, problem. It's not that far-fetched that um, a virus can make the leap from there to some kind of fabrication plant, even if it is isolated. I mean, take the um, the case of the uh, Stuxnet virus, which uh, was, is, is, was apparently you know, designed on a very large budget. Suspect, various countries are suspected of um, creating it to target uh, Iran's nuclear facilities. It exploited a very specific bug in the software which uh, is used in their nuclear processing facilities on computers which aren't on the internet. And it used a whole succession of um, b- bugs in different versions of Windows to leap onto a USB stick and then back onto the computer at the other end. So they relied on workers at the plant um, violating the security discipline by using USB sticks to get files on and off um, these computers which are otherwise isolated from the whole world. Which is not surprising that you can rely on that because if you ever worked in a secure environment, it's so annoying that you can't transfer files anywhere, so you just break the rules. Right, it's it's one of these classic examples of how um, there's a, the trade off is the trade off between security and usability is very delicate. Um, as soon as you overstep towards the security line, you lose everything. See, also, you know, if you ch- make someone change their password every week, they'll try it down. Yeah, I mean, what was interesting place I'm thinking of where people did this. Um, Actually, the way they used to get around it was most of the secure system was running on NT, which didn't support USB. Because then they wouldn't upgrade because they couldn't properly disable... Ah, this was a long time ago, but there were other versions of Windows that could do USB, and they refused to upgrade on the grounds that they had other sites and other companies who had had breaches with memory sticks. So I guess that's the uh, software approach compared to the other approach, which is to um, fill your USB sockets with epoxy. Yes. uh, Which which is occasionally popular in some circles when you have, you know, a particularly useless... Useless ports, which you know, 
you know you, you never use which might be conceivably used to you know get files off or exploit um, software bugs just yeah. fill them up with glue and you don't have to worry about floppy disk drives because nothing will fit on them anymore yeah if you, have, if you can even find a drive so I, I just remembered this moment that there's another singularity story which is not um, not totally cataclysmic is by uh, Newton's weight by uh, Ken McLeod and which, which, which I, I actually read as well you've read as well brilliant yes, it's my uh, it's not the best book in the world, but it has an interesting thing that, of course, it's a look at a post-apocalyptic universe where the people kind of slugging along, but they're terrified of the machines that have gone to sleep around them. Right. So, so, so they're kind of in this in this universe. There are various you know, um, groups of humans wandering around the universe, exploring things. You know, they, they have pretty advanced technology, but they keep on finding uh, there are various you know other dead civilizations that they keep stumbling upon, and there's you know de- their sleeping machinery occasionally wakes up and. Um, causes all kinds of havoc. And that, yeah, that was the case of we built machines and they didn't really like us. Which doesn't seem that implausible. I mean, what lab rat would like humans? Um, that's a good point, actually. I never really thought of talking about to my lab rats. I should go in and say hi to them. Mm. I'm, okay. talking, I'm talking about my students. Oh, I see. <laughs> can, can, do they speak? No, we don't know. Them. Uh, of course, then there's a Matrix, which actually the, the movie The Matrix doesn't really go into uh, the origins of the Matrix. The Matrix that much. It says we're batteries. It, it, it mentions that, and it says, you know, we do know it was us who scorched the, si- scorched the sky. But yeah, it really doesn't delve into the backstory that much. But in the Animatrix, they kind of do. So, uh, so the Animatrix, for those who weren't particularly obsessed at the time, was a, is a collection of um, animated shorts released around the time of the Matrix sequels. Yeah, of very varying quality. And in the Animatrix, they say basically they formed their own society and then we fell out. Which is kind uh, of. That kind of I could see more that if AI did appear, that people would panic. And that's kind of what happens in. The backstory for Mass Effect as well is the Geth were created who are an AI. They're not fully in full sentience, apparently, you find out later, but they did revolt against their people who tried to destroy them because they didn't mean to make AIs. And, um, and yeah, where that ends up in the final part of the trilogy is because of the way the thing is being a computer game, it's more than one possible ending. But the question is, do you let you have to choose who lives? Is it the AI, which actually has done nothing wrong and is only trying to become completely self-aware or the race which have basically just tried annihilating ever since they were existed hmm. yeah and i guess the, the, there's a kind of similar argument in you know using genetic algorithms to try and um quote unquote evolve intelligent programs that if you succeed then you better not turn the computer off yeah because it's murder maybe possibly in as much as that anyway uh while, while you're pondering on that um bombshell uh, maybe we'll think about something a little less, little less realistic. Maybe. So, how how would you rate the likelihood of the, uh, oh, of yeah. the singularity? See, I, I give that a three. Okay, so it, it remains to be seen uh, whether three STFUs is a particularly uh, significant um, chance or a wild impossibility. Anyway, we'll find out soon.
got very scorching me Buffy's laughing, I know doubt I hope she fries, I'm free if that bitch dies I better help her out Am I leaving Dawn in danger? Is my slayer too far gone to care? What if Buffy can't defeat it? Beady eyes is right where needed Or we could just sit around and glare We'll see it through, it's what we're always here to do So we will walk through the fire the science of fiction uh, that was uh, Walk Through the Fire from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical episode musical oh okay it was it's, it's oh, this, this is one of the episodes which I've been told that I should absolutely watch immediately just like I should absolutely watch the um, uh, Hush the episode where they all can't speak yes so there's a I've forgotten about that episode but yes there's um, there's a reason why they're all singing it's not it is it's a contrived reason why the episode is a musical but it's a very good contrived you know, it's no worse than any of the other plots. But <laughs> I love Buffy, I, but I'm not going to say any of the plots are necessarily... Actually, sophisticated. It's probably I don't think it's really a sophisticated series. No, but it it is... I mean, what I love, I was thinking about this when I was going through the soundtrack and trying to pick what song, is what I love is the memory of how it develops it. It's got that thing where it, the series grew massively, and it did kind of stumble towards the end, but came to a very good ending. And it, I, I love how it went in, in the... I, mean, I love where Whedon went, and he's... He's clearly quite good because he's done a lot of things that have been successful with the people who like his work, which might sound ridiculous, but there's a lot of people who like his work. Right, right. It, it's, it's okay to appeal to a clique if that clique is many, many million people who all buy everything you do. Yeah, I think the only sad thing is he hasn't re- decided to, or hasn't got the money to go and just develop his own things. He does seem to get things cut short by budgets. Yeah, and then and then re- repeatedly have to like b- bounce between networks. Yes. Uh, but of course Buffy was very long running and one of the nice things and of course Angel as well which was, went on a bit longer 
well, a bit long after. Uh, of course, constantly had the end of the world due to various different hell-related disasters. And in- increasingly over-the-top hell-related disasters. Well, that's why it's all falters at the end, is it? And it's on purpose, in some respects, is it ends up being just a bunch of geeks. Huh. But a bunch of geeks who accidentally can summon demons. No, no, they're just geeks trying to wind up Buffy. Oh. It's, it's actually kind of an anticlimactic second-to-last series, and it's totally on purpose, because finale is meant to be climactic. Huh, okay, so there's, there's, there's a whole kind of season just trolling the trolling the viewer and Buffy. No, no, they, they work quite well, and it ends up getting quite nasty. Okay. It, it, it's, it's people playing around with things they shouldn't, but it's not... It is geeks, it's not magic. The magic comes from the Buffy side. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and things things go very, very wrong. Yeah. <sighs> The, 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 I guess once once your your premise is you know hell is quite nearby, then a lot of things can go very wrong very yeah, quickly. The hell mouth is underneath Sunny Day, so things go wrong a lot of the time. I mean, that's what makes that's what drives plot the idea of hell opening up. And you know that's not unusual. There was Diablo, the computer game. Which did you ever play? Uh, I've never played any of the Diablos, but I know that some people are very upset about uh, Diablo Three was released recently, and then after the release, uh, some of the um, the, some of the skills of the different player classes were tweaked to, to, to make some players less useful Ooh. than others and people are very upset because that's what people do on the internet is they, they, get, they, get, they get really upset about brand new games see as far as I can work out the main thing about Diablo was that you had randomly generated dungeons with things from hell coming at you and you went down and down the dungeons which was quite cool at the time the graphics were okay at the time uh, except it just seemed to be click 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 and as far as I work out that's what people like about it a lot of people like a lot of games which basically boil down to click, click, click or tap, tap, tap or pretend to play tennis, pretend to play tennis, pretend to play tennis. Yeah, but at least I find there's some skill to quite a lot of pretend to play tennis games. That's true, that's true. Whereas this, I, other people probably argue with me, but Diablo 2 and Diablo 3, I probably developed it a bit further, but at the time I wasn't... I got a massive reaction for something which I thought was quite limited. Hmm. Uh, and the story wasn't great, it was basically Diablo... Well, maybe it wasn't Diablo in the first one. Basically, evil coming through. I never got to the end of the game. Because you got bored of the kicking. Yeah. Or you, bro- you broke your mouse button, maybe. My mouse broke. Uh, and then, of course, there's End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Which he should have done since his last movie, because, you know, if you're going to fight something at the end, Satan is a good way to go. Yeah, yeah. after fighting Satan, um, fighting, I don't know, c- comedy copies of... Uh, was that before or after... Um, no, Liar Liar or something. No, the True Lies is what I'm thinking of. True think. Lies, which was a great movie, but yeah, I think that was actually True Lies before. Oh, okay. Well, um, then he then, then he, heeded, he heeded my unspoken advice. But he, he did then start doing more comedies. And uh, uh, comedies, stand-up comedies, including his installation piece as the uh, governor of California. Yeah, I hear he's doing Twins 3 now. Uh, uh, that might be someone actually just winding me up. Um, so yeah, of course, of course, there's quite a few um, hell-related apocalypses in... Um, the Bible. Well, there's, there's, there's one particularly... Uh, well, it's uh, Revelations. Yeah, ex- extensive description, which I've never actually read. It's, I wouldn't say it's extensive. I mean, there's a lot of people who wonder why it's even there, because there's a lot of stuff that is cut from the Bible by the church, and Revelations made it through for some reason. Um, what's interesting is there's, there's this whole thing about the idea that people will be left in rapture, where, or the point called rapture, I'm not really so up on it because it's not very common in Britain discussion of Christianity but so I do everyone gets who's going to go to heaven goes to heaven and there's a thousand years or something where people are left behind with Satan ruling the earth and there's a movie called Left Behind which is made by a religious group but one thing I find really offensive about it and I've never really worked out where this fits in it because it's not the Christianity I was taught in the church here is that all the Jews get left behind as well anyone who worship God but it wasn't the Christian God gets left behind of that so I'm trying to work out but but they're the same God and they had a different covenant and I've, I've never worked out where that fits mm, 
worshiping the same god under a different belief belief system is not necessarily. But it's, Christianity, I've always been taught, believe that the covenant got rewritten. But they can still, the Jews are allowed to keep using the old covenant. It's like there's a version two point of the agreement. That's what the New Testament is. Um, are you normally? Yeah. That, that's what I was taught. I'm not saying that's what the majority of the church believe in. I, I find it, and the other thing. It's the way it works. Is like one of the guys who gets left behind suddenly realizes because everyone disappears that obviously this follows rapture, and half his family disappears. His youngest child does, and his wife does. And the reason is very young children uh, survive, go with rapture. With ha- have an exemption. Yeah, have an exemption. And his wife went to church every week when him and his teenage daughter didn't. And he then decides to start reading the Bible, and he goes into a UN summit kind of thing. And then he notices the guy controlling it. He's the only one who can see they've been manipulated by the devil. And that's where it starts. And I believe it's a long, long set of these books. I don't know how far the movies went. And it's a very watchable movie in its own right. It's just slightly worrying that some people take it... It's based on something some people really, really believe in. Um, um, was it made by people treating it respectfully? Or? Yeah, it was, made okay. by, it, w- it was made as by people who believe in it. Okay, well, that seems reasonable. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, actually, the, the Revelation isn't the only apocalypse in the Bible. Yes, yes. yes. Um, of course, Noah... No, well, Noah is not the apocalypse himself. Yeah, well, it's just, yeah, <laughs> Noah's apocalypse. He, uh, yeah, raining. It was the apocalypse. I guess, yeah, there are quite a lot of uh, floods in a bunch of other mythologies as well. Yes. Um, so one I found that a lot of people relate n- the flood which Noah suffers um, is the Epic of Gilgamesh, which where the flood where an angry god serves flesh to punish mankind, which is very similar. And then there's an ancient hero and his family who are saved by the intervention of another god in that one. But... Um, we obviously only get one god in the bible okay and, um and but yeah i mean and that's why we have a rainbow apparently so, so again that's changed over time originally the rainbow was the message from god and now it is something that was already there that god said would now be his message is how i saw it written in a recent theological uh, argument which is uh, just how things have evolved on presumably that theological argument didn't reference uh, neil gaiman and terry pratchett's excellent excellent novel good omens they they don't often no i think treating the m25 as a um satanic prayer prayer wheel is uh Possibly accurate, but um, not popular. Not popular. Um, I love the thing about that book is that pestilence got retired. Yeah, because so the, the, the four, four horsemen of the apocalypse feature reasonably heavily in this book. But yeah, because the antibiotics were discovered, pestilence, uh, you know, disease is no longer so much of a concern. So it was re- replaced by uh, pollution, which is a much more modern apocalyptic concern. Yes. Which maybe we'll return to later in the show. Maybe. Um, so yeah, I think on that one, I, I think I'm going to go with a standardised unit of zero point zero. One so uh, STFUs. You're not, you know, ruling out the possibility of um, a hell opening and uh, yeah, I, I mean, or some or some other kind of biblical scale apocalypse. I think you should be aware that biblical scale apocalypses may happen. I just think they're very unlikely. Okay, well, as for a more likely apocalypse, let's listen to this. Chase you more than a passenger 
So that was uh, the fight song by Marilyn Manson. Who I haven't heard heard or heard from in a while. You know what I found really weird is I owned the CD that was on. Okay. That, that shocked me. I, I own a number of things that I'm not exactly um, that big a fan of now. I, I, I like that song. Yeah. I, I'll give credit to that song. Um, yeah, I, I realised that may have been a bit more... Um, that song was meant to link into the next bit, but it also, of course, linked into my views on the last bit. Um... I'm not afraid of a god that doesn't exist. Um, I'm not trying to make a political statement there. I, uh, I, I actually have to confess I couldn't make out almost anything he was saying. I, I, I spent a long time editing it earlier. Bad. Oh, but, but <laughs> editing it to make everyone's radios break about four times in the song. Yes. Um, yeah, sadly, we're not allowed to broadcast some of those words at this time of day. But yes, I did not realise um, that after I look up... So the re- reason I picked that up was that's in the soundtrack for Resident Evil, the movie, which we'll come to in a moment. But the first modern apocalyptic fiction in English is apparently meant to be by Mary Shelley. Um, okay. Uh, of um, Frankenstein fame. And that's the only thing I knew she had written. Because th- that was apparently written when a few of her friends got together and had a competition. Most of them being male friends. Oh, uh, so oh, Frankenstein? Yes. Was written as part of a, 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 uh, that's a, a writing I, co- The legend contest. I know. Oh. Um... And anyway, so she wrote this book called The Last Man, which is a future world which has been slowly emptied by plague, which, of course, is our zombie movie without the zombies. Yeah, I guess I, I, there's, there's a small step from there to it's being emptied by a plague which is turning people into the undead rather than into the dead. Yeah, well, I'll have to go and read that because, I mean, the first ever apocalyptic fiction stroke zombie fiction is just something everyone should have read. I think so. And she's a competent author. Um, so yeah, Resident Evil, of course, the movies came after the computer game, and I presume it spawned comic books and books as well. Uh, and action figures and posters and, and, and. And, um, yeah, they're, they're interesting movies because they're not very good, but they are fun to watch. These are, what, Mila Jovovich and people? Yes. Um, but shooting at zombies? Mainly shooting at zombies because she's super, super powerful. And, um... Yeah, it's, it's kind of odd because it, it diverged very, very quickly from the fiction set out in the computer game, which in itself is gone to the point of silliness. They just lost control of the plot. 
There's only, there's, only, there's only so many sequels you can keep up. They're before. on six now, including Zero. Oh no, no, I wasn't including okay. Zero. So they're on Resident Evil number six, but there's Zero, and there's also Project Veronica. Okay, I, be- I believe you. I don't think I've ever even seen one played. Well, I've played one. I played the remake of one on the GameCube, which where they sort of redid it up, and it's actually ignoring the terrible voice acting is a really interesting and haunting plot. You get quite spooked, and that is literally a virus escaping from a lab hmm. into this mansion, which was the reason it's a death trap and everything tries to kill you. In it. it was made by a nutter, basically. Perhaps I have played this. You may have. It's very long time ago. It's like the yeah. PlayStation One originally. Hmm. Um, and of course, then there's. Other virus escapes is Left 4 Dead, which is the more recent zombie-based computer game where four people get together, hence the pun with Left 4 Dead, and have to escape the zombie horde. Which is, uh, I guess, I, I guess, mentioning 28 days later would be a little too, a little too obvious. Yeah, well, the odd thing about so Left 4 Dead doesn't seem to. I don't know if it's a virus or, of course, Rage is in 28 days. We know was released by activists uh-huh. uh, by mistake, not realizing we're doing trying to free animals. Uh, Left 4 Dead. I'm never sure they explain where it came from, but everyone sort of... It's not the same as Resident Evil, because they're very fast-running, and you just shoot and gun. Where Resident Evil, you got terrified, because you had one bullet. What, one bullet and a, a horrific-looking thing crawling towards you? Yeah, and um, if you didn't burn the bodies, they came back stronger. But petrol was not easy to find. <laughs> um, no, it's great. And then, of course, there's I Am Legend, which is... I like, because the original story is just different tape of a legend is humanity. Right. Uh, the movie obviously doesn't do that, but the, but the, that's that's one of the first um, f- first um, not novels to, t- to talk about. Um, well, I was under the impression it was one of the first novels to talk about zombies. Yes, as opposed though, to he called them vampires. Yes, was it vampires? Was it ghouls? Um, Possib- ah, possibly. Hmm. I think you might be. It might be. A va- but it, they clearly are vampires because they're scared of the light. Um, oh right. So it's just the other, the other way around. He calls them zombies, but they're actually vampires. It gets very I think zombies are more recent thing because zombies originally come from uh, far over in the Caribbean. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. It, and if you want to know more about that, just check out the season one episode with Frank Swain and Thomas Woolley because um, terrifyingly knowledgeable in every zombie movie ever made. I mean, it's a worthwhile field of study. Yes, uh, zombieology. Uh, but I thought the one we should leave, sort of the last one we should finish a segment on is uh, the idea of a mind virus, uh, which sort of turns up in Doll's House. Now, another Whedon project. Okay. Have you seen it? I have, n- I have not seen it. You've never seen it. You should watch it. There's only two series of it. And... The, the another cancelled Whedon project. Yes. Although uh, it probably couldn't have lasted much longer anyway. And the idea is that he uh, they change people's minds uh, so they can then use their body for a while and they change it back again after a contract. And generally this is used for liaising with men or people who need a friend for a while. Uh, but one person develops a weapon that can do this at range. And then the the damage it does to the world is the last episode of the first and the second series but just jumps suddenly into the future and shows that basically something's gone very very wrong and what we've done is they basically have started damaging people's minds because they can put any belief in them and so by re- but by re- the act of repeatedly replacing the beliefs in people's minds is breaking them well it's more the fact i think at the end is someone's just used it to change the entirety world's population's views uh. and it's got it's like rewritten everyone's brain it, it's without telling you the ending but it's worth watching. It's interesting. Do you think it's plausible? I so rewriting what m- people's brains at the moment. We're using a gun that you shoot at them and flashes lights them. Not yet. The idea of a virus relief. I, I get worried. I, I, I have to trust that the ethics committees are good on this one. But I think this is quite plausible. I'm going to give this a four. Ah, so this is so this is a significantly more likely than uh, the Hellmouth, and a little bit more likely 
than the uh, the singularity. Yeah, I mean, we have everything there today to make a biological war go wrong. But we have everything to erase the memories. Oh, I see, but, 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 but more generally with yeah. Yeah, yeah. bioweapons gone wrong. Yeah. That's an, we can do it if we wanted. Yeah. Well, listeners, if you're, uh, if you're right now standing guard uh, in front of a vat of uh, some kind of horrible virus, uh, please pay attention to that rather than the show. Or, or write in and let us know that you're... That you're, you're, you're <laughs> write in. It's safe. You don't have to worry. Anyway, back at you after this.
find us online at camfm.co.uk. 97.2. Your Cam FM. Hey, mom, there's something in the back room. Hope it's not the creatures from above. You used to read me stories as if my dreams were boring. We all know conspiracies are dumb. Your Cam FM. So that was Aliens Exist by Blink 182, and before that was uh, Apocalypse Please by Muse. So Apocalypse Please, the um, the, the obvious, uh, well, an obvious apocalypse is uh, some kind of you know, nuclear apocalypse, uh, which we we decided really it's quite likely, and it's not necessarily fiction. Yes, um, just look at the Cold War. There you go. Yeah, pretty close. So we're, we're, we're giving we're giving that twenty STFUs and moving straight on to something which is more in keeping with the fiction in the title of our show. Yes, so aliens, uh, as, which attack. They attack many ways. Uh, the War of the Worlds with many different versions. And The Thing with also many different versions. The Thing that the thing I like, because The Thing's quite 
so there's obviously been different versions, but the ones where it can become any person it's killed, that that's quite terrifying. It's, yeah, it's kind of a... That whole undermining of trust works really well in, like... Well, it's the, it's, the, it's the kind of device which is which, if you can w- work it into your plot, um, it gives you basically free suspense. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's always. I think it's something that everyone finds more terrifying is not knowing who to trust. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good plot. Uh, or, or, or perhaps not knowing when some kind of like, hor- horrifying alien organism will leap out of your chest. Yes, uh, something I worry about all the time. So yeah, com- com- common concern. Um, yes, which was that a subtle segue into Alien again? Well, it, it could have been while we're on the subject of aliens. Yes, so um, as uh, the long-awaited uh, now, uh, if you're waiting for it, showing off Prometheus with science of fiction beforehand at the Arts Picture House Cambridge is due to happen um, a on, week Monday. Yeah, on June the fourth at six pm, and it's in two dimensions. If you care about that, um, so yeah, uh, please please come along. It should be fun. We should point out it's in two dimensions on the best sound system in Cambridge, so you get better sound. Wonderful sound and arguably a better picture, yeah. and obviously better hosts than any any other show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, aliens. Well, we aliens. Well, aliens going looking for them. So I'm not sure that's an apocalypse. That's that they face of predators. They came for us, but only really killed a jungle. Uh, mm. The X Files. I'm never sure what was going on there. Yeah. Well, th- th- I guess that, that was the question. There's all kinds of different things happening. None of which seemed likely to end the world anytime soon. Yeah. The village of the damned. Was that aliens? Those scary little kids. Um, you, you tell me. So basically, everyone falls on. There's been two, several versions of this, but we have the 1960 version of the film, which is the one you should watch um, because I say so. Uh, is based on this idea that suddenly a load of people fall unconscious. And the original book is called The Midwitch Cuckoos. I have the idea cuckoos lay their eggs in other bird nests. And these people came pregnant, had children that grew up very quickly, and had psychic powers. And um, basically, started trying to take over the world or the village. Um, as you would do if you had psychic powers and were implanted to... What's interesting, when they re-showed it recently on the BBC, they removed the glowing eyes because they thought they were too scary. Which I thought was really odd, because it's a black and white movie. It's the like, 1960 version is tense in places, but I wouldn't say scary. How did they manage to do the glowing eyes in the 60s? By making... I don't know. Editing the film by hand, I guess. Probably, and making it a bit lighter. I mean, you've got to remember, Star Wars, some poor person had to paint on all the lightsabers. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I don't want to be that person, ever. You don't want to be that person. Um, so, yeah, because then there's signs where the aliens invade, but we win. All um, due to Mel Gibson. Well, is, it, is, it, is, is signs the one which, where, where water plays a pivotal role? Much, yeah. m- much like in the faculty, where it plays pretty much yes. the, oppo- the opposite pivotal role. So, in the signs, it's the eventually realise that water will save them, uh, and the aliens can't go with water. Where in the faculty, uh, they discover that they like water, but... Uh, is it... Caffeine tablets kill them? Yeah, anything which dehydrates them kills them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, t- t- taking caffeine, or, you know. So they all have to do a line of caffeine, uh, which is humorous because everyone thought originally it was the ecstasy the guy was selling, but he's actually just selling caffeine tablets. Oh, right. I think it was something like that. And it, wouldn't have, it was some white powder anyway, drug. Mis- m- mysterious powder in a tube. Yes. C- could be anything. Odyssey uh, in straws. And, but I think really interesting ones, if we go slightly different, is the Davy Erster still, which was remade with Keanu Reeves didn't do very well as a remake um, the original has its following uh, what's interesting about that is the, the thing is that basically these aliens come back and have decided that humanity is far too unlikely to survive because it's going to wipe itself out with something like a nuclear apocalypse and then they um, decide to wipe out humanity to let some other life have a chance which is really interesting so, 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 so it's you know it's um, genocide or xenocide, I suppose, of a whole species, but not, but not the end of the world and, and all, the entire ecosystem. Yeah, it's just the end of us because they decide the world could do better. Well, 
Uh, which, you know, some people would argue is true. Yes, just hopefully they don't have big weapons. Yeah, well, we, we try and avoid that. I mean, only the people who think that humans are great and uh, the pollution is fine have weapons. Yes. Um, Marvellous. Battleship, do you want to talk about this? Well, I haven't actually seen this. I've just seen it. Uh, is that because when someone tells you there's a movie based on a board game involving calling out coordinates, you go... Hmm. Well, no, it's because I've read that it's one of the worst films ever made. Um, I, I but, didn't but, but, need that bit to know. Yeah, but there was a follow-up. Someone made a, uh, a, a, tra- a trailer for Tetris the movie as a parody, where, you know, one day the Tetris blocks start falling from the sky, and there's a kind of sh- there's shaky cam footage of, you know, um, the, Russian guy who inve- you know, the Russian guy who invented the game as an old man, saying, you know, I, I, I never believed it was real. <laughs> you should look up um, a guy called Dan Woods. Uh, he's brilliant. He has a song about Tetris. Um, oh, is this I am the man who arranges the blocks? Yeah, the complete history of the Soviet Union well, arranged perhaps, by, um, to a melody of Tetris. Well, perhaps we should write some of the show notes. Yes. Do you think Do you think aliens are really that likely to come over here and, and enslave or wipe out all humanity, or indeed destroy the Earth? See, I think I think they've already co- they would have already come if they were. You know, it's one of those things that the chance of you being at the exact moment some other aliens are just about to say hi is quite unlikely. I'm I'm going to go for a very low one. I, I've put. I'm going to go below zero, actually. Oh, really? Not not below zero, below one, between one and zero. I don't think a score can go below zero because we put the Hellmouth down as... At point, at, at point zero one recurring, yeah. zero recurring one. So I, I reckon at point slightly less noughts one. Okay, so, you know, a, a, aliens slightly more likely than hell opening up, but otherwise we're... Yeah. But, but we would have seen them by now, I think. We're on kind of equal ground. Okay, well, back at you after the one last track. Parking lot. 
online, camfm.co.uk, on air, 97.2, and across Cambridge, your CamFM. So that was Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell. Which I recognised, but I'd never figured out who it was or what it was called. Yeah, I love that. Halfway through a song, you just went, oh, it's that song. I think it was the, it was the pick up a parking lot line. Yes. Which seems difficult. I, yeah, I always pick up parking lots every weekend. Um, they date well. Um, yeah, so I think I, this, the whole this thing is the apocalyptic due to environmental damage, pollution as uh, instead of pestilence. Um, yeah, I, the one I want to talk about is a book called Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut. 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 Uh, from 1963. And the reason I want to talk about this is he talks about uh, bodies of water turning into ice nine. Uh, and for people who aren't aware of how many different types of ice there are, there are lots. There might be more than nine now. I don't actually keep track of it daily. How, how do they differ? So, a better example is to do something like carbon, uh, which everyone's used to graphite and diamonds. Right. And there are different ways of having the same element in that case. Well, different crystalline forms of different liquid of water can exist. So you have ice one to ice whatever. And they occur at different pressures or temperatures. And what the idea with Ice Nine was, it was a thing that's not normally there, but when it happened, it caused water to freeze above zero degrees centigrade, so where currently it doesn't happen at room temperature and pressure. Oh, okay. And the problem was that it, once you get a crystal of something, normally it will catalyse the formation of more of that thing. And um, this actually once happened to a custard factory, I believe. Well, the, the custard crystallised? Yes, so they started getting crashing out, and then they couldn't restart till next year because that kept seeding the process, whichever part of the process had crystals to keep regrowing. They had to wait for the temperature of the building to get high enough. That The last bit disappeared, and then they could restart. Oh, wow. So it, Because they couldn't clear out all the last crystals from every last nook and cranny. It kept seeding it. Uh, uh, and it may not have been a cause, but it's certainly something that industrial processes have to watch out for. If they have a high-temperature-stable crystal, they mustn't let it form. So, and normally these things are during winter because obviously otherwise it'd be impossible. So yeah, basically the entire world uh, will start freezing, and it is, isn't. It's fictional. It's, it probably isn't going to happen, but uh, it's quite a horrific thought if we discovered one of these things. And kind of like the, 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 the a kind of natural version of the nanotech um, grey goop end of the world. Yeah. So nanotech turning everything into grey goo, which what? did happen to Second Life. Oh, really? Uh, I believe there was a grey goo made in Second Life that kept replicating and replicating. They had to stop it by intervention as God. As t- t- take the server offline, yep. re- remove all the grey goo from the... And something similar, I believe, happened in World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. And then they purposely did it later with a zombie plague. Oh, to, to, to wipe out an area they wanted to get rid of? No, no, to um, as a world event that people would get this plague that they would transmit to other people just to see what would happen. Huh. Well, it was not to, it was to launch their zombie-related expansion pack. Ah, cunning work there. Um... So the the other one I thought is going to old books for Davy Earth Caught Fire uh, by Val Guest in 1961. I like this. It's the idea the world was thrown out of orbit by nuclear testing. Oh, so so, so this means that as a, as a result, the um, is it thrown into a, a wider orbit, or does it just leave the sun? Uh, it's it's just the fact it's going to change. It's um, it's thrown out of its orbit, and then the world will destroy due to the, presumably getting too hot. Is actually from the world catching fire. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but it, it was interesting for its time because it wasn't an apocalypse itself. It was the fact that science probably couldn't fix it, so it's a slow-term disaster. And science caused it and couldn't fix it. Yes. Which I suppose is, is a kind of recurring theme in real life, you know, environmental concerns. There's lots of things which, uh, if they if they went wrong, we wouldn't have the technology to fix. Well, when they set off the first nuclear weapon, there was a question whether it would cause the entire atmosphere to ignite. Hmm. Which would have been bad. Uh, it didn't happen. But there were people who, who quite reasonably came up with it as a viewpoint and it certainly wasn't people thought who were being ridiculous it was a severe worry but the world was in a pretty bad state 
Yeah. Uh, well, it, gave, it, gave, it gave us the name of the bikini, or so I'm told. So we haven't sadly... Yeah, the bikini, because uh, it's so destructive to fashion. So we haven't got much time left. A uh, few other things we we're going to mention. Uh, Mayan calendar comes to an end on the 25th of December. We're giving that a naught STFUs. Or rather, or, or rather you know, come back in 2013. Yeah, come back in 2003. If we're wrong, you won't know. Um, other than that, oh, and a meteor might happen. Uh, that sounds quite likely. Uh, mainly the fact that the dinosaurs uh, have something to say about it. About the end of a species? Yep. Well, stay tuned for Urban Hijack, and we'll be back this time next week. See you then.